When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Welcome into the CHGO Blackhawk Show powered by ComEd. It's getting easier for your business to switch to electric vehicles. Learn more at comed.com slash clean. Happy Super Bowl Monday, the day that should be a national holiday. And when I run for president, that will be my main platform and I will win. I didn't see your presidential ad last night. I don't have the money for it. Uh, Jesus took all that money and used <laughs> it for Jesus his own ads. He, he asked Jesus for a loan. Apparently he's, he's got loaded, he's, he's got a lot of money. Jesus got a ton he of money. He was he was Damn. in defeat, I learned last night. <laughs> anyway, before we get canceled. Hey, good news. Uh, speaking of Jesus, it looks like Connor Medard might be back uh, soon. Pretty soon. We're going to start the show with that. You're going to hear from Luke Richardson. But before we do that, a couple of things we want to mention. Of course, if you're watching us on YouTube, thank you. Make sure you hammer that like button for us. And if you're not already, please subscribe to our YouTube page. And if you're listening on the old uh, podcast apps, that's cool too. Subscribe. Follow, leave us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts or Spotify. And Steven, is the new picture in from Casey, the one Casey sent you? That is or a phenomenal question. Let me see. Should we save that for the end of it the is, show? It is, but I don't have it yet. I'll have it in All right. seconds. We'll get a little tease. something. Uh, you know, we've been, we've been, tr- we've been uh, campaigning to get a few more diehards uh, signed up here on the show. And uh, we got a little something for a potential new diehard. So we'll get to that at the end of the show. So It's Phil Kessel. Make sure you stick around for that. It is not Phil Kessel. Something Can else confirm. we've been campaigning for. It is not Phil Kessel. But uh, we should get right to it because a lot of news was made uh, from Luke Richardson today. Uh, starting off with Connor Bedard. But uh, stick around. This is a, a decent chunk of Luke. Um, but all of it's good. And uh, really interesting thoughts on Boris Kachuk uh, towards the end of the interview. So let's give a listen. It's about 10 minutes or so of Luke Richardson after practice today, uh, starting with injury updates on Jared Snorty and, more importantly, sorry, Jared, Connor Bedard. Everybody's back. There's only two, uh, yeah, two know, people yeah. working Saturday. Perfect attendance. Yeah. Well, uh, with Tenorti, um is, is this something that's going to be uh, a little bit or just take it day by day? Or? Yeah, it'll be probably day by day, but I think, uh, you know, we thought just missing last game would be enough, but it's just going to take another day or two. But not not major, but just uh, it definitely needs. He's a big guy, too, so he needs to have that 100%. Does Connor have another doctor's appointment today? Uh, I don't think he had it this week because I think they, they just thought everything was on course. So I think they're uh, maybe later in the week or early next week is uh, probably when uh, they're kind of targeting for the hopefully the last one. But uh, uh, they they just said it was kind of useless to take another image with radiation. Like why why bother that everything was on pace and it looks to be on the same uh, 
timeline that they thought. So is he remaining in non-contact this weekend? Yeah, 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 until uh, until next week. So he'll need a few practices uh, once he gets released from that and, uh, and then be ready to go. Once he does come back, he'll have to wear the face shield for yeah. Yeah, for a while, for sure. Um, I don't know how long, but uh, you know, I mean, I think until he feels comfortable and the doctors feel comfortable that uh, you know, no big impact like an Eric Puck or anything like that. He doesn't need anything like that for sure. So you expect him to return next week? Uh, yeah, we're hoping uh, after that six week six week mark. So uh, that'll be you know a week from today, I guess. Just the likelihood of him being back for the Detroit game. Obviously, Patrick Kane's first time back to the United Center. Chris Chelios's retirement, odds on him coming back for that game? Uh, I think that's, uh, is that the 25th? Yeah, we're hoping sometime, you know, that, that time frame. So that would be, uh, you know, obviously exciting. He might maybe, you know, knowing him, he'll probably try and get back before, uh, which would be great. But, uh, you know, we're just going to leave it as is in the doctor's hands till uh, next Monday to kind of to kind of go from there. Have you had to have a discussion with him? Saying like, look, Connor, you're an amazing asset. This is a long-term thing. A few days doesn't really make a whole lot of difference. Yeah. You can do a lot of damage. I haven't had to talk about that. The trainers and the doctors. I think at the beginning, it just his first time probably going through this process was, uh, and he just he wanted to play. So, um, you know, I think that was just hard for him to accept at the beginning. But he's he's been great lately, and I think he's calmed down and realized that he's got to go through this process. And you know, I just explained to him the other day. Um, you know, skating with him a bit Saturday that, you know, this time of the year, it's hard to come back from injuries because the league is going like this. Every team, like the, the, the teams are ramping up. The teams are getting into full swing in that middle part of the season. So for a young guy that hasn't even gone through a full NHL season, he hasn't even realized that. So just, I just want to keep in mind when he's watching the games and keep, you know, watch, watch for that and realize that. So when you come back, you're ready for it. Do you like having all the home games that you can dictate line matchups when when he comes back uh yeah that helps um you know I mean i think you mean you mean i think he gets attention no matter what so uh you know when you play teams that have four big d you can't get a really away from matchups or, or two or three really good solid lines um so there's going to be teams that are loaded like that but we have uh, a lot of opportunity to try and get him out when we want him to be out there so that'll help for sure and um you know i mean and then once he's back in the swing of things and gets uh, gets a couple steps back after the first few games, uh, maybe maybe doesn't need a few games, but uh, you know he'll he'll command that attention again like he did before. So hypothetically, starting in Carolina would maybe not be ideal then. Yeah, that's, that's back a, home. Uh, probably not, but uh, you know I think that's right on the on the deadline, and I'm not sure if he's going to be able to get to a doctor on the six week mark and get himself to Carolina. He might, but uh, I don't know if that'll happen. So, uh, yeah, yeah, there you go. How is Beauvillier progressing? Good. Uh, so I was out in the ice with him on Saturday and, and shoot, shooting, but like he's just progressing into stick handling and light shooting. So not taking hard passes and hard shots yet. So, but they said uh, I think he actually has a doctor's appointment this afternoon. So just follow up, and I think everything seems to be on course with him. So he might be. Uh, you know, another few weeks, just because it, it, it's just slow. It's uh, it's a break, and, and it takes a while to to uh, cloud over and get strong enough uh, to play in the NHL. So uh, we'll uh, 
see how that progresses, but it looks like he's doing well and he's skating lots, so uh, his legs are going to be there, which is one of his best assets, so that's a good thing. Athens, see you. I know it's just the second yeah. skate. Yeah, no, I was good. He, I think he he had a really uh, big smile and, and he felt really good just being on the ice Saturday and today again. Um, so that he's on a course uh, more on his own, just kind of ramping up uh, just because he's been off so long. Uh, but, uh, you know, I mean, his skill level with his speed and his um, hands and that, like, it shouldn't take him long to kind of catch up. So uh, we're looking forward to seeing when these guys can trickle back in. It's going to be fun. What has worked so well for the penalty kill the past month or so? Just uh, sticking to the structure. I think we've really done a great job of just bearing down on a few areas where, like, face-offs, when you have a win, it's a must-clear. When there's a, a shot rebound and we can touch it, it's got to be out. Um, I think the guys are really committed to uh, sticking to the structure and, and I think up ice pressure like we, we, we skate well and we're trying to use that to uh, you know I mean not a lot of teams do it so it kind of throws other teams off a little bit and it just creates less D zone time if we can make them get frustrated and turn back again and then they get out of their roots and they try and go and they're out of sync then when they enter our zone they're not really in their, their right spot so it lets us pressure that puck even more so and you added in a little bit of good goaltending as well. So there haven't been any? Nothing. We haven't changed really changes. anything other than just showing video and getting to the structure and executing the structure where there has been some... Uh, there was never one clear thing earlier in the year. It was just one thing one game and one thing the next game and maybe a, a bad change on, on one game and then one slipped in on the goalie. It, so there was never really one thing. We just kind of hampered down on it and... Uh, you know, bear down on, on any time you have a chance and an opportunity to clear a puck, we, we clear it out and we pressure hard down ice so it makes it difficult for the other team. So uh, it's one area that we're proud that we're gaining strides in and hopefully that pushes the other side. So when we practice our power play, they're going against a pretty good unit right now so it makes it difficult, which other teams are pressuring us hard right now because we're struggling a bit and we got to be ready for it so that's how we're practicing it in the game and they have to get better at it. Face-offs as a whole have been trending up to any rhyme reason that? No, just uh, same thing. I think uh, you're know, realizing, I think there's a couple scenarios now where on, on lines we have other guys that have played center before or are not bad on the, in the face-off circle. We're just telling the guys to honestly like, you get in there and cheat a little bit. And if you don't get caught, if you get an advantage. And if you do get caught, we have other guys that can jump in there. One more for you. At that side of the rink, late in the practice, you're doing a drill along the boards, kind of, I think it's maybe building a wall. Yep. Was that, is that drill and then you continued on over here? Is that, is that specific to, to Vancouver or is that specific nope, to a certain cycle? That's our, like kind of our system broken down into one area and the D zone. So we did it Saturday with half the team and we wanted to do it again today. And we showed some video that corresponded with that last game, one where we had a bit of a, a mix up on their first goal, I think. And then where Panarin came, rolled around the top and uh, a little miscommunication and we got to not let him do that and then two people double up once he gets in the area because we're worried about him and then the puck goes to the back door for an open net or so we just broke it down into one area so building a wall up top and then putting it down low and having someone cut back on the d and let them the guy hit and pin the puck and then the next guy comes scoops that puck and goes so we we did that over there in, in the segregated area and then we added it into a full five on five d zone on this side so kind of a progression drill for the second part of it over here on this side and we showed some actual video that went with both uh, before so it kind of gives them some information uh, both uh, visually in the video of themselves and then going actually out practicing
Rick Tockett, a former team in the years, is that somebody you, you touch base with in the offseason, compare notes, philosophies, whatnot? Yeah, we talked quite a bit uh, at the coaches and general managers meeting uh, at the beginning of the season, and uh, we ran into each other, obviously, in uh, Nashville at the draft, and it's always great to see him. And, uh, we talked quite a bit with some text, texting and uh, phone calls during the year. I think uh, he called and asked about Lafferty uh, at the beginning of the year, and told him you know what I thought of him and he'd be a good fit for the way they he likes to play and uh, they've been happy with him I don't think he's played the last few games I don't know if he's hurt or, or just out but uh, he's had a pretty good start for them and um, you know I, I'm not surprised he's done well there like he, he's gonna push that team I think you know he's got a great coaching record uh, you know I think he really helped Arizona kind of climb climb into a respectability there and then um, as an assistant with Pittsburgh for a couple cup runs, uh, you know, I mean, he's got lots of experience from his playing days, now coaching days, so he's really kind of pushing a team at the right time with a lot of offensive talent and a good goaltender. And they're starting to, you know, bring in all big D, and that seems to be the trend in the league. You have four big D back there, and they're kind of built for the playoffs. So uh, he's he's had great experience in the playoffs as a player. Uh, you know, winning Stanley Cup in Pittsburgh. I think he went to the Cup a couple times in Philly. In the, in the finals and then uh, again winning it in, in the NHL as an assistant so uh, it's a perfect setup for him right now and yeah we talk a lot and we don't talk about all our secrets with each other but uh, we definitely uh, we talk about some of the players and how, how we uh, see a difference kind of in the players now and how we have to handle them and uh, give kind of a couple of examples to each other just for some references. I know you guys are cycling through a few players on that fourth line center spot are you hoping one of them takes grab of that or do you like getting fresh energy in there every a little year? bit of both I think you know if someone takes that spot and you can't take them out that's great uh, but I think we we got to use some fresh bodies uh, especially you know we, we got some time to rest here at home and and some and some of it is is uh, you know ownership of of your play like you have to earn being in the lineup and we're getting some bodies back and hopefully we get bodies back again over the next couple of weeks and it's going to be some good internal competitiveness for uh, ice time. And that's great. We've got a couple games with him back in the lineup. Do you feel like Tyler Johnson's back at pretty much full speed, full speed? Uh, yeah, I think uh, last game he looked like he was moving, like just you know more comfortable out there. I think the first game he felt uh, he felt his foot a little bit a few times, but uh, last game he didn't have any complaints, and we went even longer, and he played a couple shifts in overtime as well. So. Um, you know, I think he's just a smart veteran player, and we're, you know, we use him so so much in so many different areas. He's uh, he's great and invaluable to, to me and our team. Morris Kachuk, uh, sorry to keep going, but <laughs> he seems really confident in his game right now, and I know he's had a lot of chances. You talked about that. Uh, what have you seen from him, and what can he do to vary more? Yeah, uh, you know, last game probably wasn't his best game. Uh, you know, for a while, uh, for sure. But uh, he's a guy that can skate and he shoot the puck. He's got a lot of skill level. I think sometimes he falls off his the game plan a little bit just because he gets like distracted with himself. I think he gets frustrated when a play doesn't go so well, and you see that in his body language. And I'm okay with uh, you know passion, right? Like uh, hockey, you have to have passion, but you got to. I think I said it before. You got to channel it in the right direction. You can't. You can't let it bring you down or you bring your teammates down by body language, bad body language and, and, and quitting a play because you felt like you, you missed a chance and come to the bench while the play's coming up behind you and it puts the next guy in trouble going on the ice. That's just something that, uh, you know, I think as you get older, I think you'll get better at. And uh, But, you know, I mean, he's got 
the skating and the and the skill set, and he's a big body that when he's determined out there and he takes the body, he's physical and in, in, uh, and a physical presence that we've seen at times. And uh, he's been a good penalty killer for us. That has been, um, you know, not only good penalty killing in our D zone, but uh, he's created some offensive chances on a team when they're a little careless on the power play, which led to some breakaway chances for him. All right. All right. Thanks, Luke. That is Luke Richardson. Uh, Connor Bernard's coming back next week, right? Yeah, why not? Sure seems that way. I'm, I. It almost sounds like the Blackhawks t- like paid for his doctor to go on vacation this week just so he couldn't get that clearance. <laughs> like, we want to take an extra week. Here, you like golf, Dr. So-and-so? <laughs> Here's a week in Hilton Head on us. Disappear. I, just, I think it's, uh, it's worthwhile pointing out that Wednesday, February 21st, Blackhawks and Flyers on TNT. Uh, Look at that. That sounds good. Good stuff. Yeah. Yeah. That that makes a lot of sense for a potential Connor Bedard comeback. Yeah. Well, I mean, he said, what, what did Luke say? A week from today would be the, the next uh And that's the Carolina game. In Carolina. Which he sort of poo-pooed at the same time today. Yeah. So, yeah, that Wednesday game, I think, is a good, is a good bet for uh, Connor Bedard's return to the ice. And then if it's not that day, then the next game they play. It's Friday the 23rd? That would be our takeover. Nope. No. Ours is the oh, 25th. no, you're right. No, they have a game on the 23rd, and then our takeover is the 25th. That's on, right. Uh, well, he, well, he's definitely going to be back for the takeover. There's no doubt yeah, he's playing yeah, yeah. Yeah. No in doubt the Chelios game. Yeah. Bedard versus Kane after the Chelios stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Should be fun. I want to see, uh, like, remember that game a couple years ago with Kane and, and Austin Matthews at the oh, University oh, Center? They just kept going back and forth. Let's get that with Bedard and Kane. That would be so That'd much That'd be fun. great. That'd be so fun. My I, nightmare I'm very with, much looking forward to that day. My nightmare with that scenario is all the takes of, they should be playing together. Oh, See? they're coming. It's happened no matter what. It's coming. Yeah. It's happened no matter what. Probably in our chat. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Definitely. All right. We've got a cool thing to tell you about uh, for you potential diehards on the other side of this break. So stick around. Um, but first, we want to tell you about our friends at Factor. They're delicious, ready-to-eat meals. Make eating better every day easy. Wherever tomorrow takes you, be ready with pre-prepared, chef-crafted, and dietitian approved meals delivered right to your door. You'll have over 35 different options a week to choose from, including keto, calorie-smart, vegan, and veggie, and more. And there's even more to enjoy with over 55 nutrition-packed add-ons that help you make your weekly meal planning even more delicious. What are you waiting for? Get started today and have a feel-good week of meals ready to go. Look, I'm going to go off script here, okay? Here's the deal. Oh, uh, I have had Factor. I have tried Factor. Uh, you, They come to you, like I said, pre-made. You pull the cardboard off. You pop some holes in the cellophane. You throw it in the microwave for two minutes, and you've got a delicious meal ready to go. There's a lot of meal kits out there, and they're like, here's three hours of work for you to do. Mm-mm. We've cut 20 minutes off the three hours of work you have to do. Thank you very much. No, with Factor, it's all pre-made. You, again, you pop holes in the cellophane, two minutes, and it's good to go. It is healthy. It is filling. It is delicious. We see people, we walk in the office every day. Someone is eating a factor meal kit here all the time. They're uh, great. It's a great value. Uh, that was organic. That is organic. That was organic. Much just, like just factor like the meals. food in our in factor. That's right. It's uh, <laughs> it's delicious, and you can kind of, as much or li- as little as you need, you could choose six meals per week, up to 18 meals per week. If you mm-hmm. got a big family, you could pause and reschedule your deliveries at any time. It's awesome. Head to factormeals.com slash chgohawks50 and use code chgohawks50 to get 50% off. That's code chgohawks50 
at factormeals.com slash chgo50 to get, you guessed it, 50% off. Is that factormeals.com? Oh, I'm sorry. Wrong, <laughs> <laughs> wrong organic conversation. Later. later. I'm wrong break. Sorry. No, like legit. Factor's awesome. And if you're not someone that knows how to cook, but you're tired of getting fast food every meal of your day, Factor is a great alternative to that and cheaper and better for you. And a good way to get back on track after yesterday's uh, menu for most people, I would say. Not to say. be too crude, but there was a, there was a wait line in the bathroom at Fifth Third today. <laughs> Wonder why <laughs> everyone was getting rid of their wings and buffalo one mm-hmm. buffalo chicken dip. That's yeah. what I had. Yep. Anyway, all right. Well, you know, just because the Super Bowl is over doesn't mean you can't stop betting on sports. Of course, That's true. there's still lots of sports to lose your money on. I mean, win money because with <laughs> Circus Sportsbook, our buddies, our pals. They give you the best odds to win money. Games will strive to be at a one ten minus one ten split on the Circus Sports menu. Unlike other sports books, which may use minus one fifteen or minus one twenty, that means more money in your pocket when you win. Circa keeps as little money as possible on large market bets like futures and golf tournaments, stuff like that. Especially compared to all the other sports book. Here's the key too: sports. Circa Sportsbook does not limit players based on their winnings. Every player has the same limits, while other books like to limit players who win too much. Ooh, not me. I never that. have that problem. Yeah. <laughs> so we we encourage bettors to download and explore all the sports betting apps available, all 753,000 of them. Mm-hmm. Compare the lines from each sportsbook, and you're going to go back to Circa. And what puts them over the top is their customer service. There are real people behind the Circus Sports brand who resolve issues in a timely fashion, unlike the other books who use chatbots, the St. Louis Blues of bots. Bad. <laughs> Nobody likes them. All aspects of the app are being run by the same team that runs the main Circus Sportsbook and Circa Resort and Casino in Las Vegas. So download the Circa Sports Illinois app at circusportscom slash Illinois-app. That's circasports.com slash Illinois-app to sign up today. Also be on the lookout for Circa events, watch parties, and tailgates. If you or someone you know may have a gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER, text G-A-M-B to 833-234, or visit areyoureallywinning.com. Speaking of uh, betting yesterday... Uh, surprise Steven didn't walk in here with a big old gold yeah, chain I had and a, a new I Rolex. Had a day. I had a day yesterday. Yeah. I went heavy on the Chiefs, won every single parlay I put together. I Damn. had a, a couple props I put in there. Those hit, too. And the one bet I didn't hit was voided. And you still but made us pay for lunch. I, you guys got lunch? <laughs> You're popping for Salerno's next to a road game. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Thank you. Yep. That's fair, actually. <laughs> it was a good day. It was a good day. Appreciate that. All right. Here's the deal. So we went to uh, Rockford Saturday to see uh, the Corey Crawford jersey retirement. Very cool. Got awesome. to talk to Corey a little bit on the side, mm-hmm. and uh, we uh, posted the videos. Check it out. By the way, they were late Saturday night, so you might have missed them. Go to CHGO underscore Blackhawks. We talked to Corey Crawford, Ryder Rolston, Ethan Del Mastro, uh, Mike Hardman. Um, Colton Doc. Who am I missing? Colton Doc. Colton Doc was the other one, yeah. Mm-hmm. So all that is on CHGO underscore Blackhawks. Good stuff there. Okay, but here's what we did. We went to the uh, gift shop looking to see if they had any cool merch, and I got a handful of pucks. So here's what we're going to do. They're on your screen now. You see there are uh, two commemorative Corey Crawford Knight pucks with the 29 design, and then that one behind there with the Wolves logo poking out. That is a... 
Game warm-up used puck. Those were used during warm-ups by both teams, and then they collected them and sold them in the gift shop. So here's what we're going to do. For the first three new diehards that sign up, you're going to get that puck too. We're going to mail you that puck. So not only will you get the free shirt or hat upon sign-up, not only are you going to get 20% off all of our merch at chgolocker.com, not only are you going to get 20% off um, every event we do, takeovers, all that stuff, the first three new diehards are going to be sent by me one of these Corey Crawford pucks. The first one is going to get the warm-up use one. The other two will go to number two and number three. Mm-hmm. We do have another game use one for our diehards that already exist. Yeah. That we're going to find a way to give away on the Discord. We want to give them some love, too. Yes. Yeah. So here's how you're going to prove, though, that you did it. You're going to take a screenshot of your invoice, your confirmation that you've become a diehard, and you're going to send it to blackhawks at allchgo.com. That's blackhawks at allchgo.com. Send us a screenshot of your new diehard membership. And uh, you will be sent those pucks. So, how do you sign up? That's a good question. Go to allchgo.com. You're going to click that Die Hard tab on the top of the page. And from there, it's pretty simple to figure out. I think you'll be able to do it. So, become a Die Hard today. The first three to do it today are going to win those Corey Crawford commemorative pucks. I do want to make it clear. They are not autographed by Corey Crawford. No. We there is an autograph are, on it, but it is printed on. It is printed on. We are not able to, rightfully so, uh, ask for autographs from athletes. Yeah, no. Part of our credentialing. Um, but they're very cool. They're collector's items. Um, so, yeah, the first diehards, first three that send us a screenshot of their new memberships uh, will win uh, those pucks. So send them over. Blackhawks at allchgo.com. Yeah, and that, that trip to Rockford was uh, a ton of fun. As some people in the chat, uh, we were able to meet some people from Twitter land and Instagram and all that stuff. Uh, we were able to uh, to talk to and, and meet. It was a great time. Um, the ceremony was awesome. The crowd was great, and they won. Yeah, it was a good time. We were walking down for post game media, and uh, Ice Hogs general manager Mark Bernard was there, and he's like, "You guys got to come back on Tuesday. Like, <laughs> we haven't won in seven games. You guys show up, they win. You got to come back on Tuesday." I was like, "Sorry, big cl- yeah, big clubs playing. We love you, Mark, but uh, we yeah. won't be doing that. Yeah, you want to send some gas cards to the office? <laughs> we'll come out more we'll often. Yeah. We'll do that. Can't come Tuesday. The Blackhawks have a game, and and uh, some guy named Nick Felino is joining us in post game. Yeah, That's we should true. talk about that. So um, it is Mario's day to stay behind. So Mario will be instead of joining us post-game, accommodating Nick Foligno, mm-hmm. who will be joining us during tomorrow night's post-game show. Win or lose, Nick Foligno is going to be there after Hawks and Canucks. Uh, so make sure you check tomorrow's uh, post-game show. Make sure you join us because uh, it's going to be one of our hits with Nick Foligno this month. Uh, it's going to be awesome. I'm really looking forward to that. We talked to him today. He's excited about it. They are very committed to making it happen yeah. and making it sound good and look good, and it's not going to be some... Uh, Second-rate Nick rushing out the door kind of a thing. He's he's happy to hang out with us for a while. So that will be uh, after tomorrow's show. Yeah. It's a lot, man. We got a lot going on. We got a lot going on. We're a busy crew. Yeah. And uh, before we get to more with Connor Bedard, you, we mentioned the Rockford trip. I think we had more people pull us aside, thank us for the coverage, tell us their fans at that one game in Rockford than we've had all year at the United Center. Yeah. yeah. No, well, yeah. Definitely more of a hardcore fan in, yeah. in Rockford. I mean, you know, we walk you walk through the 
the 100 level on on a on a nightly basis, you know, at the United Center, you you know, like, mm-hmm. hey, okay, there's not a lot of podcast listeners down here. <laughs> yeah. Probably if we did more laps around the 300 level, we'd probably find more of our uh, yeah. more of our find our people. Uh, yeah, find our peoples. But uh, the atrium, we have some luck sometimes. Sometimes, yeah. Say hi. yeah, yeah. But a uh, lot of fun. A lot of people saying hello. It was it was nice to get back to the BMO. Uh, talking to some of the Wolves guys that I've known for a long time, seeing some of the prospects, you know, uh, joking with Ryder Ralston. That's like, hey, every time we talk to you, we got to drive two hours. Can you get to Chicago? <laughs> yeah, right or, you know, uh, but a good time. And Corey Crawford, man, such a great guy. Yeah. Um, we became best friends with Corey Crawford yeah. <laughs> on, on, sat- on Saturday night. Yep. Um, you know, he had his, he was like, he came around the corner. He was super excited to see us. He's like, hey guys, and then like we like it was like, well, you kind of have to talk to the Rockford guys, yeah, and then, yeah. then just sat there and chatted with us for like. 10. And the only reason he stopped talking to us was because they needed him in the locker room to read the lineup. Yeah. Otherwise, he probably would have hung out with us for like another thirty yeah. minutes. Uh, great guy. So uh, you know, I I I have a feeling it won't be the last time we hear from him. Yeah. No, I, I I'm I'm kind of regretted not just getting his phone number from him, but we'll we'll find a way. I mean. He seemed to really enjoy the interview and, again, was, like, asking about, like, where's the, where's the office? Like, where's the, you know, he seemed really into what we do. So it'd be nice to have Corey Crawford on yeah, uh, a few times do here. Do it again. That'd be cool. Absolutely. Yeah, and, and the ceremony, everything was 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 awesome. Uh, building was packed. Uh, it was just great to see, you know, Crawford get, uh, get that kind of recognition. Um, second number that he's had retired uh, this this hockey season. He had his junior number retired in, in Moncton, and then got the Ice Hogs number done. So maybe the next one is in Chicago in it's a few years left. or something. You know, we'll see what happens. But yeah, it was it was a good ceremony. Um, really fun to see the Ice Hogs doing their uh, their Ring of Honor now. And Crawford's the first uh, Ice Hog to get his uh, jersey retired. Probably not the last. Yeah, and it was a great time. Nice, simple, easy ceremony. Uh, they had his had his kids help him unveil the banner. That was fun. Um, and uh, they had a lot of guys, a lot of former teammates had video message. So every puck, uh, every stoppage of play, you had uh, Christopher Stieg and Jake Dowell and Rob Klinkhammer. Jalmerson. Uh, Anderson, uh, Andrew, uh, Andrew Shaw. Shaw yep. Ni- yeah, Nicholas Jalmerson. Brian Bickle. Um, former coaches. Yeah, Wade Flaherty, who's morphed into a Chicago fireman. <laughs> uh, very, very cool night. Uh, a lot of nostalgia. And, and then the Hawks and then the Ice Hogs went out and won, beat the yeah. Wolves for the first time this season. Big win for them. Two goal night uh, for Mike Hardman. Mike Hardman, two goals. Mike Team Hart- leading. Yes. Yeah, 13 he's having a great year. bounce back year. And I think he's one of those guys that we've just kind of all like said, eh, he's not going to th- be a thing, but. He plays the style of game that Luke Richardson wants the Blackhawks yeah. to play. Yeah. I mean, he's an RFA, I believe. Yeah, so I mean, might might stick around. Maybe bring him back and and see what happens. You know, it's kind of surprising he hasn't been a guy that's been called up yet this year. You know, yeah, he's, he's got, he's like got forgot, literally forgot he existed for a while. Yeah, I think a lot of people <laughs> have, and I, I I just you know they call up Brent Cini, who who's really good in the AHL, but. You know, Hartman's got more of that size. You yeah. know, they play the similar style of game, but Hartman's a little bigger. But, yeah. um, you know, it'd be fun to, to see him get a call-up once or twice maybe before the end of the season playing a couple games. You know, he's leading the Ice Hogs in goals. Yeah. And that's nothing to, to sneeze at. That's an accomplishment, especially since he bounced. He, had a, he struggled last year, and I think that's a lot of reasons why yeah. he fell down. A lot of guys, a lot of people forgot about him. But a good bounce-back year. So even if he's not going to come back to the Hawks organization, at least he's setting himself up to 
to get at least an AHL deal when this well, season Well, he's 25, and I, I was looking at uh, Brian Bickle, who had his first full NHL season at the age of 24. Uh, 78 games, 37 points in 2010-11. That was his first, like, really extended look in the NHL. Some of these guys, especially those guys that don't have, like, the top-end speed, top-end shot. I'm not saying that Mike Hartman is Brian Bickle, but I'm just saying... Kind of looks like him a little 25 bit. 25 doesn't mean you're done, especially yeah, when bit. he provides what they are what they don't have. Yeah. I, why, I mean, look, at some point, why not? Why yeah. not give him a look? I, uh, and, like... Corey Crawford is the perfect example for a guy like Mike Hartman, a guy that played, granted, different positions, but a guy that played five full seasons in the AHL yeah. before getting it to the NHL. So it is possible that you can grind. And get, look at a guy like uh, on Carolina, uh, Stefan Nason. Yeah. He's a guy that would, played some NHL with the, the, the San Jose Sharks and then spent four, five, six seasons in the AHL, you know, covered him a couple years with the Wolves. And now he's on. He's been a really good performer for the Hurricanes the last two seasons on their power play. Mm-hmm. So it does happen. Just, if you just got to keep grinding it and keep that attitude. So, you know, maybe he's a guy that that comes out of nowhere and you know earns a spot. We'll see. I mean, if he was just a half a step quicker, he we, we wouldn't be having this conversation. Yeah, sure. yeah. Sure. I mean, that's that's can be the difference between A and N. You know, and it's. I don't know. I I just liked what I saw from him in the game, and he wasn't the only one. Like, I was trying to keep an eye on the guys who we know are going to be NHL prospects, and Del Mastro, man, he looks like an NHLer. And I'm not just talking about physically. Like, there's Mm -hmm. a different zip on his passes. There's a different weight to his shots. Yeah, He looks like an NHL player playing with AHL players out there. He clearly stands out. And it's not to say he had a perfect game by any means, but, like, no. You can just tell by the way the puck moves when he has it. It's different. It's yeah. different from the other guys on that team. And the, and that, at that level, that's what you want to see. Yeah. Not only from from a guy who's you know a rookie, but like you know guys that are that are supposed to be on that track to be to be NHL players, or or that's the likelihood of you know where they go in their development. You want them to be able to stand out from the crowd in the in the AHL because if you look. If you watch an, an AHL game, it looks a lot different than an NHL game. Yes. It's slower. There's a lot less uh, crispness to less the structure. passes, and and yeah, the the structure gets gets uh, wonky sometimes. And you know just how sh- how shots come off a guy's sticks are just different. So if you're a player that's sticking out in a good way uh, at the AHL level, that that bodes well for you. And and yeah, Del Mastro is definitely that guy. Colton Dock, uh, last, uh, Saturday's game was his first game back, uh, after being cleared from concussion protocol. Uh, we talked to him. It was a very, you know, physical, uh, you know, kind of a mucky game with, uh, with, with the Wolves as it usually is between those two teams. He said he loved it. You know, the physicality is, is part of his game. So, uh, I think he, I think he, on that end of things, uh, seemed like he got back into, uh, Back into it pretty quickly, so you know those those young guys uh, being able to stand out at the AHL level is is really a, a good sign for them. And look, you know we know this this Blackhawks team in the next year, two years, there's going to be some uh, some spots opening up, some competition, and a plethora of young t- talent that I think you know the front office and definitely the fan base want to step up and you know take their uh, make the most of that opportunity. For sure, and the AHL is a different game. And we, you, you, I believe it was you that asked about Wyatt Kaiser um, going down. When we talked to Anders Sorensen, head coach, it was Jay that had Jay the Wyatt Kaiser. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. and he had 
you know, Kaiser kind of struggled his first few games back with Rockford, but now picking it together. And Anders said it perfectly, said this league is – there's more chaos in this league. Mm-hmm. And if you've only played in the NHL and you come down here, you've got to – you need a couple of games to kind of get used to that difference of style. Yeah. It's a different brand of hockey down there, much more physical, uh, not as fast. So there's, you know, you got to get ready to to go out there and and get some bumps and bruises along the way. There's very little space on the ice in yeah. the AHL. The neutral zone is is mucked up most of the time, and um, so yeah, being able to, if you can perform at a high level and 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 excel at the physicalness of the NH at the AHL, especially as a defenseman, yeah, making that transition to the you know NHL is, is a little easier. Because the physicality is not going to be a problem, you know. The speed and the skill, you're going to need to adjust to that. But that, you know, usually comes with time. Yeah, it's even though you know that team's been struggling a little bit in Rockford. It's just sort of similar to what we're watching this year at the NHL level. It's like you focus on the guys that you know matter, and they certainly stand out. Yeah, in a better way, like in Chicago with Vlasic and Bedard and Korchinski. Okay, no one really has a lot of concerns with those three, mm-hmm. right? Reichel, different. But Delmastro, Allen, even Colton Dock had that that look of, that's an NHL player out yeah. there. A kid, Just, a kid on his way for sure. Yeah, yeah. And I, I really I like talking to him. He was kind of short in his answers, but and I think he was the first guy we talked to. Yeah. Had a bit of like an intensity about him. Like you could tell he was still yeah. like kind of in game mode. Yeah. You know, it seemed a little bit like, not standoffish, well, we were, but. We were pulling him out of their workout. Yeah, yeah, but yeah, yeah. He's he definitely has that. Uh, uh, comes off as like one of those competitive, like gamer type type of guy. Hey, hey, hey dark guy. guy. He's got a shirt on though. It's too Take cold. your shirt it's, off, it's, dude. It's good, we mean, were just we were just talking. We were about just saying, yeah, day. we hadn't seen him in a while. He's a, he's alive. It is a he's it is there. an early spring after all. <laughs> Does he see it? Hey, he's, he's, hey, he's, <laughs> <laughs> he's got to be watching. He must have it. Like, yeah. Hey, 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 we got Woo! the shirt off. And the tarp tarp's off. off. <laughs> yeah. That's amazing. That's uh, awesome. Early yes. spring, everybody. We love shirtless that. Shirtless dark guys yes. out there shirtless. <laughs> That's awesome. Summer is here. Oh, <laughs> apologies have, to Casey who's taking a phone call. We have some, uh, <laughs> some new people <laughs> join us who have no idea what we're talking about. Right outside of our That's window amazing. here, uh, we can see the apartments on, on Madison. And there's a, a dude who's always out there on his I porch. his actual name is Kevin. Kevin. Kevin, yes. And he's yeah. always we learned uh, smoking a cigarette without a shirt on. And this is the first time we've seen him in uh, a couple of months. Yeah, it's been a while. Yeah, well, it's good to see you, Kevin. Welcome oh, back. Oh, that's great. <laughs> Love that. Oh, that made my day. All right. I mean, let's get the hell out of here. We're not topping that. <laughs> well, we know. Uh, he Is he not a business owner? He is a business owner, well, yes. He should. Maybe he should yeah. know that it's getting easier for businesses like his to switch to electric vehicles. And that's something that... Mario, Greg, me, and shirtless dark guy can all get behind for the health yes. of the planet and for the well-being of all of us who share it. I'm yes. so glad you brought this topic up. I'm yeah. so passionate so about organically. it. <laughs> the electric grid is evolving to meet your cleaner energy needs as we all move with confidence towards an electric shirtless tomorrow. <laughs> Whether you have one delivery van or a whole fleet of shipping trucks, ComEd can help guide you to make the changes that make the most sense. There he is. Oh, his avatar is no shirt, uh, no shirt <laughs> sign. That's awesome. I love that. Awesome. Uh, so what should Kevin yes. and other business owners do, Greg? Well, 
<laughs> you should go to comed.com slash clean and learn more about the resources, fleet rebates, and infrastructure incentives available to help businesses go electric. You don't even have to wear a shirt while you do it. Nope. If you own a business, don't wait. Start making your plan today to switch to electric vehicles. Good for business. Good for planet. Good for all of us. Mm-hmm. Go to comed.com. Now listen very carefully. Slash clean. Was that com- yeah, yeah, was, was that comed.com slash clean? Distracted. I was not listening carefully. <laughs> it is comed.com slash clean. And go there now to see how Electric connects us to a better way of doing business and a better future for all the generations to come. Uh, what a day. Hey, if you... It's uh, best Monday in a while. Yeah, yeah. You know, it's uh, now that the Super Bowl is over, NFL uh, season has wrapped up officially. Uh, last night after the game was over... I saw a lot of people talking about their excitement for baseball season as it's coming up. Uh, and if you want to get out to any of the baseball games uh, that are happening nearest to you, whether you live in the Florida or Arizona areas and want to go to some spring training games or want to get your tickets for opening day ahead of time, do it through our friends at Game Time. Shouldn't have to worry. When you're buying tickets to your next big event, Game Time is the fast and easy way to get tickets to all these sporting events, music shows, uh, comedy shows, and theater events nearest to you with their last-minute deals, all-in prices, views from your seat, and their best price guarantee. Game Time takes the guesswork out of buying tickets. I love the all-in prices with Game Time because the worst thing... Uh, about buying tickets online is when you get to check out and you're like, wow, I'm getting such a great deal on these seats in this section. I never thought it was possible. Well, it's not possible because you go to checkout and all those hidden fees pop up and it looks like you're paying twice as much for the tickets that you thought you were getting a great deal on. Not with game time. They don't try and pull the wool over your eyes. They give you the prices up front with any fees uh, included right there uh, as you're setting up yourself to buy those tickets so you're not surprised when you get to checkout, uh, so you, you know exactly how much it's going to cost for you to go to your event. And uh, if you peruse the internet through other uh, ticketing websites to try and find the best deal, if you happen to find a better deal on than what Game Time offers, you can bring it to Game Time and they will match that offer. That is how much they care that you are getting the best price through them. So take the guesswork out of buying tickets with Game Time. Download the GameTime app, create an account, and use the code CHGO for $20 off of your first purchase. Uh, terms do apply. Again, create an account and redeem code CHGO for $20 off of your first purchase. Download GameTime today. Last-minute tickets, lowest prices guaranteed. All right, we have, uh, we have breaking news. All three oh pucks boy. are gone. Wow. Hey, we've got three new diehards. Uh, Andrew awesome. Smith is the winner of the... Pre-game used uh, puck. That so could be Andy Savage here in our comments. Could be. Could be. Could be. Uh, Nate Crumpos, who's been with us for a long time. <laughs> Nate, Makes there it you official. Go. Uh-oh, the camera went out. Should Hello. I keep talking? All right, I'm right. still talking. We're still going. And Ray Dombrowski. Uh, so Nate and Ray will win the uh, Crawford commemorative pucks. And Andrew there will win are. the pre-game game-used uh, pucks. So congratulations nice. to them. Right. Thank you for awesome uh, so becoming diehards. We appreciate Wait. you. And uh, move, more to come for the quickness for you other diehards. Yes, uh, we're we going to do something on the Discord. I'm going to do an overtime session on Wednesday. Wednesday, so stick okay. around for that on Discord after the show, and maybe by then we'll figure out a way for diehards to win that second uh, pregame use puck. Yeah, I think we'll we'll be able to come up with something fun. Yeah, should be good. All right, 
So Connor Bedard looks like he's coming back next week. Let's not uh, put a date on it, but I'm I'm going not Monday, but Wednesday. <laughs> Even though we've already kind of put That's a date on it. That's kind of my guess. <laughs> I, I'm really curious to see how this team is going to look because when he was here, we saw a lot of this team kind of looking at him and saying, you do it all, kid, yeah. and we'll just stay back and watch. Since he's gone down, and I'm not necessarily correlating these things, but maybe a little bit, that we've seen more solid efforts, more team-oriented play from the team. Now, if you add Connor Bedard into that group that plays that way, I think he's going to have a lot more space, and I think it's going to be really good for him, as opposed to four other linemates just sort of watching him do his thing. Yeah, I think, obviously, teams know playing against the Blackhawks. Uh, stop Connor Bedard, and you can pretty much guarantee that you're going to stop the the. the the rest of the team um i would yeah i would like to think that when bedard gets back it's him being added into the lineup uh that is playing this way and that they can kind of continue that and now just add his offensive ability i hope that's the case worst case scenario is he comes back they all they go back to the way that they were playing when we were constantly just like this team can do so much more they could give more um i would hate to see that i i think Obviously, offensively, this team is inept without him. But if they can play the way that they've been playing, add his element to it, I think it's not going to be as uncommon to see more than one goal scored in a game right. than it has been in recent weeks. Yeah, I would hope that the uh, the effort, the the style stays. Um, you know, I think they've had some... They've had a lot of success since... Not wins and losses but they've had or even goals but they've had success (laughs) since Bedard's gone down by playing that simpler harder to play guy like they've had so many chances to score goals they just haven't been able to finish now you got a guy that can finish yeah so add those two together you should start getting some more um some more goals on the board getting good news you know Anthony Beauvillier maybe another couple weeks he's back Andreas Athanasiu, he's alive. He's back. Yes, skating. he's skating. Can yeah. confirm. Like again, maybe two, three weeks. Maybe by March, we get him back. That's almost like making a trade at the trade deadline to get somebody that can help you right <laughs> yeah, now. Yeah, for real. Um, yeah. You get those two guys back with Bedard. You got a little bit closer to a real it NHL team. Looks more not like a good an one, NHL roster, yeah. but at least <laughs> it's, it's not, an NHL team. It's not. <laughs> And no offense to these guys. They're trying really hard, but it's not Rem Pitlick. It's Remington. not Zach, Zach Sanford. Sanford. Yeah. It's not Zachariah. Jacob Megna when Jacoby. when uh, Connor Murphy Connor comes, Murphy back. comes yeah. back. Megna had a rough game the other night and then boarded Mackenzie and Whistle in practice today. Um, <laughs> there, was a, there, was some, like, uh, there was some spiciness in practice today. Well, good. Well, they're yeah, all, they, they they all need probably needed to get off the ice to go to the bathroom soon. Like, you know, <laughs> they, burn off the they were at Super Bowl parties yesterday, yeah. too. Yeah, yeah, Seth Jones uh, took down Reese Johnson, and Reese Johnson gave him a little slash after the play, and then 
Uh, accidentally, Ryan Donato, or maybe it wasn't Donato. Was Donato wearing white today? Yeah, he was, right? Mm, I think so. I think so. He, he, he was got, red he at first. Got an elbow up on point. Seth Jones a little bit, like during a drill. Mm. It was a little spicy. It's okay. That's good. Yeah. You need a little. Start yeah. taking some cheap shots at your teammates. Yeah. Well, you know, they might have been mad. They might have been mad from the Super Bowl party. You know, maybe yeah, some guys. Too much Taylor Swift on my screen. You know, maybe, ah. maybe, you know, <laughs> maybe Seth had the, the overtime numbers and Ryan Donato had the, the fourth quarter number. Could be. Yeah. Actually, Actually, I overheard it was Taylor Radish was upset because he had 9-9 in the square pool, and he thought he'd won, yeah. but it was final score, not fourth quarter, mm. so he kind of got screwed. Because oh, yeah. 9-9, that's, that's a number you never want. Right, yeah. Those are horrible. When you think numbers. about it, those are horrible football numbers. Oh, yeah. absolutely. 9-9. If you got an 8, a 5, or a 9, yeah. you wasted You're your done. money. Right. Twos aren't great either. I always no, get five, five and two. Okay. Five would be okay. Uh-oh. I mean, 35, maybe. 35, yeah. But that's about it. I mean, you don't, you don't see it a whole lot. It's not a uh, uh, common. Yeah. 25. I mean, if you get all 50. Those aren't, those aren't, <laughs> those aren't numbers, yes, but they don't get scored in <laughs> football very often. <laughs> you, you, you could reach those yes. numbers in football. You, you could. You can. Yeah. They're just unlikely. Less likely. Yes. Yeah, yeah. No, it was, uh, you know, for the most part, it was a pretty... Uh, it's a good. I saw our, our 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 big boss Brandon Spano tweeted that never forget the Super Bowl is two games, and it was really like it's really accurate because it felt that way. It really was a tale of two games, and I you know you look you, sure there are some things that the 49ers like could have done differently, but that's one of those games where it's like a tip your hat game, mm-hmm. and sometimes those are the most painful. It's yeah. one thing if like you screwed up. Like, oh, I, I fumbled or I yeah. threw a pick when I... It's another thing when you did basically as play as well as you can and you still you just, just can't win. Just lose the game. That's why I knew uh, the 49ers were going to be in trouble because they pretty much did everything right in the first half yeah. and were only up a touchdown. Yeah. yeah. It's tough to uh, to hold down that, Chiefs, that Chiefs team. Chiefs felt like one of those teams that was just kind of like, it's inevitable, right? Like, it's... Yeah, like, yeah like Mahomes the, is Thanos. Like to, 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 lack, <laughs> to, to, to connect it back to... The Blackhawks, because we are a Blackhawks podcast, um, felt like the old Blackhawks teams of the of the Cup Dynasty days, where it was just like, you know, it they will come back and win this game, or they, you know, right. they they will not fall to this to this team in a seven game series. You know, the Chiefs just kind of felt like that. Like even if they weren't, you know, in the lead, they were never out of it. And I think that's a, a, a factor of you know what Patrick Mahomes can do. Um, so yeah, it was. It's an entertaining game. I, w- I was hoping, I saw a tweet from Adam Schefter that uh, in their meetings with, I think it was like CBS. Football, Elliot Friedman, for those who don't know. Yes, Adam Schefter <laughs> is, is the football Elliot Friedman. Uh, he's the football uh, Woj. Um, he, I think it was in their production meetings with like the CBS, like head of CBS or something like that. I don't know what it was. Um, he said that in a, as a joke, that person, the CBS director, said, well, we've been told by the NFL that we will have our first ever double overtime game. And we were, th- and he was joking, obviously, yes. you know. But we were this close to actually yeah. having a double overtime, the first ever double overtime yeah. game. I mean, technically, yeah, it would have been. But I know, like, I believe the rules are that, like, if the Chiefs had scored just a field goal there, they would have just then it was sudden death. Next score wins. Yeah, but it would have yeah. gone to a second right, overtime because because right. yeah. there was like two seconds yeah. left. But yeah, it uh, it was it was a good time. Um, should we talk quickly before about the other big hockey uh, issue? The uh, little uh, fun 
that we had up in Ottawa with Leafs and absolutely. I mean, what a that's a very so polarizing. Many, so uh, many diapers. Oh yeah, I mean yeah. the Leafs just. I always say when it comes to bat flips, touchdown celebrations, over exuberant goal celebrations, or over dramatic empty net goals, if you don't like it, stop me. Yeah. Don't be in a position to where you're not. Don't is be empty. down a goal with five seconds to go to one of the worst teams in the league. You don't like my bad flip? Strike me out. Yeah. You don't like my touchdown celebration? Tackle me at the one. Sorry. I agree. That, I mean, cry me a river. I'm like, and Pete Blackburn actually uh, <laughs> tweeted it pretty well. I'll try to find it. Talk amongst yourselves. No, talk right. amongst yourselves. Like, I don't have a problem with what, what uh, Craig did there, you know, and. If Morgan Riley is that upset, then challenge him to a fight. If he's breaking some code, don't cross check the dude in the skull. Like that's that's just bush league. It's and I, and then yeah. my my thing is like you start seeing the war online with like guys who former players versus mm-hmm. hashtag the media. play the game. Yeah. yeah, and it's like you want to see uh, what you know. I know people are crying. You need more physicality in the game. Fine. You want more physical brand of hockey? Watch the AHL. It's pretty damn physical down there. <laughs> NHL is about skill and speed. And, like, fine, you want more physicality, do it between the whistles. Yeah. You don't cross-check a guy in the head because, you know, because he, he shows you up. Uh, sc- screw that. Then the next time Austin Matthews has an over-the-top goal celebration, somebody should cross-check him in the head. Two things can be true at the same time. Is it a... Punk move to slap shot an empty netter. Yes. Yes. Is it a punk move to <laughs> attack a guy after a goal? Yes. Is the whole situation genuinely hilarious? Yes. Well, here, like, here's what it is. It is here's so what, funny. Here's what Pete had to say, and it actually, Pete, like, I'm like, you know what, Pete, you're right on this. He says, for the record, I am super down with Ridley Gregg hammering a slapper into an empty net. I am also super down with Morgan Riley doing whatever the fuck it takes to send the message. <laughs> He's not cool with it. That's showbiz, baby. And that's, that's right. That's true. Yeah. Like they, you said it. They can both be true. Stop it. Yes, yeah, stop it. Absolutely. But he did go over the top. He knew exactly what he was doing. Yeah. He should have known, Ridley Gregg, that there was going to be some sort of retaliation. Someone's not going to like this. Maybe don't yeah. cross-check him in the face, though. Yeah. No, yeah, cross-checking anybody in the in the head at any point is a bad idea. Right. Um, but, yeah, I mean, going after a guy after a goal, it's, I don't know. It's 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 all silly. It's all silly. And it, is. it, it was, honestly, like Saturday felt like one of the – we were distracted because we were in Rockford. But if you go back and look at, like, all the random shit that happened on Saturday in the NHL, it was it was a wonderful day as far as content goes. You had that going on. You had uh, uh, Peter Kachekov – was uh, celebrating in the penalty box after yeah. the after the, the win for the Hartford Whalers slash Carolina Hurricanes. Like it was, a, it was a fun fun Saturday, but yeah. As far as you know, the and then of course you know, always look to Ryan Reeves to make a situation better, oh my right? God. His stupid ass comments today. <laughs> um, Two more years of that Maple Leafs. Yeah, Way enjoy to that Toronto. Um, it's just he did it on this show that said that was a good move. It's just like I don't know some redheaded putts. <laughs> <laughs> It's just like you know to be like how oh you know, kids these days they don't they don't appreciate how the game is supposed to be played like dude like maybe they play just, it a different way they play it they the kids are moving the game forward when yes. you when you were a rookie and you want to go oh back in my day the exact same people in your position had the exact same opinion about you yeah and here's what uh, here's the quote from Ryan Reeves 
Uh, quote, if you rewind to when I came into the league, he is probably still laying on the ice. I thought the response was appropriate. I don't see how a kid that young thinks it's appropriate to do something like that. That's the other thing. So now you have to, like, age to do something swaggy. Come on, man. The I, I, game is changing. Sports are changing. If we swing it back to football, Patrick Mahomes has three Super Bowls, and he's 28. Yeah. It is a young man's game now. Yeah. All games are. Yeah. You know, so get get used to it. And I love it's, when uh, Ryan Reeves talks like he played in the 90s. <laughs> like, dude, yeah, like, like, dude, he played in 2010. Like, he, like, was, <laughs> like he was out there with Mike Milbury beating yeah, people right. with shoes in the stands. <laughs> yeah, it's... Yeah. It's it's funny. It's you know whatever. Twenty ten eleven was his first. Yeah, year. yeah. It is what it is. I I I don't have a problem with the the slap shot. I don't necessarily have a problem going after him with if that, you, but just not but, the way. But, he did but it. no, don't go but know that you're going to get suspended. Right. Don't go in there with a, uh, you know, an intent to injure, and especially as Evil Evil Bills points out. I mean, Morgan Riley is the best defenseman on that team, fighting for a playoff spot. Yeah. Like there's there's a shot that Maple Leafs might not make the playoffs, and, and if, if he's, he's gone if he's for five or six in person games, hearing, yeah, that's going to be a big hole to fill. Yep. And uh, you know, but you hey, know, it's, if it's you t- if you lose, you know, four or five games, if if Riley's out, I I hope that sending that it. message was was worth it. It was worth. Hope it, it was worth it. Um, and and listen, can we just retire the unwritten rules in all sports? Yeah, really, or just write them down. Just write them down. So yeah. we're not confused. <laughs> so we know. Stop saying it's unwritten. Right. Write it down. Even if no it's more on unwritten little, rules. little uh, sticky pad and, yeah. and put it in the no rule book. Codes. Say, oh, this rule exists. Now. No more unwritten rules. Just put it out there. What can and can't we do? Yep. All right. Uh, all right. Now we got a super chat from our buddy Windy City Hockey, who we saw Saturday. Yeah, always good to, always Coming good out to for the takeover it. as well. Uh, yeah. All the way from St. Louis. He says, maple laughs will always be laughed at. That's correct. That's uh, true. Yes. That's true. Um, yeah, by the way, we should, uh, based on the interactions we had, and you sort of mentioned this to the Ice Hogs specifically, we should do a takeover at a game. I think uh, I, I'm trying to get the wheels, and maybe for a playoff game. I put it out there in the, disc- in the, the Discord about uh, who would be interested, and we've got some interest there, so that, that could be a thing. Be awesome. It's a great atmosphere for a game. Mm-hmm. I, I, I like going out there, and uh, you introduced me to the pig slop. Thank you for that. I did. Which was... And you told me about it, and I knew what it was. And I saw. We, I mean, we had it. it last year at the pl- at the playoff game we went to. I did not have it. Yeah, you didn't have it then. But, but then when I saw them put nacho cheese on pulled pork, I had a little bit of concern. But then Mario with the hack, hot sauce and barbecue sauce, mm-hmm. delicious. Good but it's move. it's you, you load it up, and it's it's gluten free, so it's good for you. Uh, and but it's, you a know, salad. it's tasty. Yeah, it's a salad. It's good. Put a little Charlie's the Bacon guy bacon on it next time. It's a it's truly. A pig slap then. It was great. So join us in Rockford when we, if and when we have a takeover or just go to a game. They're fun. All right. We got to wrap things up. As you notice, we've had some technical difficulties. One camera so that works in the building. We're going to move the Cubs <laughs> That's actually true right now. <laughs> yeah. So CHGO Sweet. Cubs will be Everyone on shortly. Um, but before we wrap up, uh, we want to remind you tomorrow post game, Nick Felino will join us live after the game. It's mm-hmm. going to be awesome. And that we are powered by ComEd. It's getting easier for your business to switch to electric vehicles. Learn more at comma.com slash clean. Thanks for being here. Smash that like button for us. Welcome to our new diehards, and we'll talk to you tomorrow post game. And then Wednesday, we're going to have a show and overtime on the Discord. So join us then on the CHGO Blackhawks podcast. We all silly like the mayor. 